welcome to Those Feckin' Books, an RPG podcast where I do reviews, discussions, musings, and hopefully some interesting conversations. Oh, Friday morning, an ungodly hour. But I am awake and at work and waiting on my co-worker to get out of a meeting with the boss. Hopefully that goes well. And I am thinking about RuneQuest. The moment I got the books, I knew I was going to run it. And uh, it looks like I've got a couple of players who uh, want to give it a try. So, uh, pre-written scenario or something of my own? Uh, I'm tempted by the broken tower scenario that was in the quick start. I may give that a go. I may even use the pre-gens that came with that quick start. But I think in order, even if I do use the pre-gens, I'm going to go through and make some characters. Possibly some characters that can be um, used later on. The character creation process in RuneQuest Glorantha is very interesting. It's a bit... um, Law heavy at the start, at least um, I can imagine it would be for anyone who hasn't read the, the Glorantha source book. Um, but I, I like it. It's, uh, it gives you a real sense of who you are and where you are in the world and what your place is, and connects you with your people, your tribe, your um, just what's been going on in the setting. It's uh, actually the Uh, one of the character creation processes that I've enjoyed the most. I like, uh, as I've said before, I like fate because you can just dive right in, make your character up as you go along, which uh, appeals to my improvisational uh, style. But I do like a character creation system that is not overly complicated and not um, filled with unnecessary bits but that at the end of it, you know who you are, where you are, and what you can do. Probably my favorite one to date is the, uh, the OSR game, Beyond the Wall, where you're given uh, a playbook, uh, you know, sort of a Powered by the Apocalypse-style playbook, and you roll through your character creation process. You can roll and say, uh, roll a d6. Okay, you, um, your parents are farmers, and you have the skill farming. Then roll a a d12. You rescued the person on your right from uh, being attacked by a wild boar. They are your friend. You gain X skills and maybe, you know, maybe a spell, maybe something like that. But at the end of it, you've got someone who's interesting, who knows people in the village, but more importantly for me is connected to uh, the other players by family connections or by um, shared events and then when you're actually going to start play you've got all that you don't really have to think who is my character or how do they know these people there's no meeting in a tavern because the guy on your right you, well you saved him from a wild boar probably your friends maybe you're not Um, And then it'll say, you know, someone else will be rolling on your left and maybe they did something for you. Maybe you don't like each other. Who knows? And then while this is going on, the GM has got um, 
a sheet and they're writing down the names of the NPCs that it were generated through your character creation. And they're writing down places in the village. They're also writing down rumors of places nearby the village. And at the end of it, you've got something, something quite special. I'm going to do a review of Beyond the Wall. It's a bit... Um, I love the rule system. It's very straightforward, very, uh, very OSR. But there are a few bits of it that are pretty unique. And um, one or two bits I'm not, not entirely pleased with. But it has this kind of lightness of tone that really appeals to me. Uh, it makes you feel like you could just give it a uh, give it a go and not worry about um, and not worry about rules not worry about any of that and just have a good game so I'm trying to capture that feeling uh, with my RuneQuest game and so I think what I'm gonna do is have the uh, character creation process uh, maybe run a pre-gen adventure uh, with some pre-gens uh, and then when we actually get to running it a bit of a campaign I'm gonna be writing down uh, the connections that are generated through character creation and I'm going to come up with a story based on that and see where that leads me. I want to pre-plan something a little bit but I think I'm just going to have to resist and see what comes up through character creation. To be honest it's probably going to be better than anything I could have come up with uh, beforehand and it'll be more connected to who the characters are. I mean, at this point, I don't know who they're going to pick or what kind of culture they're going to come from. If I've got, uh, you know, two guys who are uh, Lunar Tarshites, then that's going to very much change when I, you know, the Orlanthia campaign that I've been planning. It may have to flip it on its head. But yeah, character creation. What is uh, what is your favourite character creation system and why? Um, even if I don't run the system, I find that character creation is a great way to... Um, uh, it makes you think about your character and it makes you think about what kind of game you're running. Mouse Guard has an interesting character creation system. The system, the actual game system itself, I found to be a little bit too fiddly. A little bit too... Uh, <sighs> It's one of those systems where it's got a lot of moving parts and not all of them overlap. So you think, oh, well, okay, I've got this point here that does this, and oh, wait, now I've got this point here that does that. And it, uh, it seems somewhat needlessly confusing. But um, what, what, are, what other systems do I have that I quite like this, the character creation for? Ah, the One Ring, definitely. It's... Uh, it immerses you in the setting, and it also makes you uh, make some interesting choices. Like you can choose to um, uh, what you choose for your talents very much changes how your character is in the setting. And of course, that system is tailor-made to the Lord of the Rings setting, which helps a lot. I, I'm finding more and more that. I like systems that are either completely neutral, like Fate, uh, fate Core or Fate Accelerated, where I can, I can add everything to it, or I like a system that's very tailor-made to its setting, where it just clicks and everything makes sense. Uh, a system that's more generic, like um, 
no. Dungeons and Dragons 5th edition appeals to me less and less. I mean, it, you could say that it is connected to uh, Forgotten Realms, but Forgotten Realms is a, a mishmash of things uh, with a lot of uh, a lot of people have had a lot of influence over it, but it doesn't actually have for me. It doesn't have a cohesive identity. Um, pretty much the only part of Forgotten Realms that I've thoroughly enjoyed and would say has its own personality and identity is you know, the city of the drow. Uh, I'll never pronounce it right, but I think it's Menzo Baranzan, possibly. <laughs> I may be wrong. But, uh, or Menzo Baranzan. I like that city. I like the, uh, I like the whole idea of underneath your feet is this, you know, all this intrigue going on and possibly, you know, murder and there's definitely a spider queen at the heart of it. I like that. Well, yeah, tell me some of your favourite uh, character creation uh, systems and the systems connected to it. I'm, I'm very interested. Ah, I knew I was forgetting something. Thirteenth Age. <laughs> How could I forget? That has some of my favourite character creation bits in there. And I'm, I'm mostly GM. I rarely get to be a player. But if I could be a player, it would be Thirteenth Age. And to be honest, it'd be Thirteenth Age Glorantha these days. I love the idea of the one unique thing where your character writes down a sentence, you know, a phrase or something that is utterly unique about that character, that is instant fodder for the GM that says, this is important to me, make this part of the campaign. It's perfect. It's, the, it's like the aspects in Fate Accelerated where someone can just say, I am the best starfighter in the pilot, or in the, uh, <laughs> I am the best. <laughs> pilot in the galaxy and that is what you make important that um, yeah that really appeals to me one way I'm thinking about doing uh, character creation or at least introducing the setting of Glorantha to my uh, players is to have them play a game of Khan of Khans before we start character creation uh, that will probably dictate that the uh, game will uh, take place in Prax, which I know next to nothing about, but I'm, uh, I'm interested in the challenge. I bought that game uh, about a month ago, and we've pretty much, my wife and I have pretty much been playing nothing else ever since. I brought it, <laughs> I brought it over to a party at my wife's brother's house, and he said, oh, you know, uh, what's this game you've brought? Because they they know I'm a gamer, but they just, yeah, they don't get uh, the role-playing games. What they like is something where you can win. And we said, oh, well, you know, this is a game where you are stealing other people's cows. And, you know, you try and get as many cows as possible. And he's like, okay, all right. So they played a game, and he played it uh, very, very safe, the first game, and uh, lost horribly. The next game, he went all in and won. And after that, every time my wife goes over there for the kids to play, um, she <laughs> he asks, "Hey, uh, did you bring that game? Hey, did you bring that one game? Did you <laughs> did you bring the cow game?" 
and then I got my other brother-in-law to play it and a few others and now uh, the cow game <laughs> has become a regular part uh, so much so that I think I'm probably going to get him a copy for uh, Christmas or his birthday whichever comes first but um, I think that game might be an interesting way to introduce the setting I, I love the game the mechanics of it are absolutely brilliant and the <laughs> Uh, the illustrations are hilarious, but uh, it also, you know, gives you a few ideas and a way to introduce some key concepts. And you know, I already predetermined that um, uh, cattle rustling will have to feature in uh, some part of uh, the first adventure that I ran. So maybe, uh, maybe that's a way in. Uh, have any of you used uh, a board game or some kind of associated product to uh, aid you in uh, character creation or maybe even uh, help give you an idea for a setting or uh, a session? Let me know. My sons are um, deeply, uh, uh, deeply committed to um, nature and its preservation, uh, having grown up on a steady diet of uh, Steve Irwin, uh, Octonauts, uh, the wild crats and uh, planet Earth li life, basically David Attenborough and associated uh, things. So uh, they also have a deep distrust of poachers. And so when I told them that this was a game about stealing cows, they were deeply concerned. They said, no, you shouldn't steal cows, that's poaching. Uh, so <laughs> But they do, uh, they seem to have grown um, uh, interested in the idea and um, they uh, they too want to learn the cow game and I, I, I can't wait to, to teach them that. You've been listening to Those Feckin' Books, an RPG podcast. If you've uh, got any um, suggestions for topics I should cover or any... Um, comments, uh, commentary, uh, send me a message. I look forward to hearing from you.